Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Degenerous Not Your Mom's podcast. This is Legina, and um, happy Fourth of July week. Although I know it is like dark times regarding freedom in America, and um, it's been kind of a shit show on the news. I mean, not on the news. I've been seeing the shit show from the news, but shit show in America. I do think that most of the time people celebrate a lot of holidays not because of the meaning of the holiday just because it's another excuse to be able to get drunk or not think about work or not go to work and that matter um you know it's just like like Cinco de Mayo you know people don't care about what Mexican holiday that is actually it's not even a holiday in Mexico but anyways it's like an excuse to get drunk I guess it's weird to compare those two holidays uh, because Cinco de Mayo is, is a drinking holiday in America for some reason. But although I am American since maybe since I didn't grow up here, I don't feel, I mean, just because it's like Independence Day, I don't feel like, or do we feel patriotic? Does everyone feel patriotic on these holidays? Um, give me a response guys because I don't really know um, I do remember one of my favorite movies growing up was Independence Day with Will Smith in it oh my god that was such a great movie that did make me feel a certain way kind of like this I guess that's patriotic this patriotic feeling um, I don't know but I was also very young and <laughs> it's it's like a weird thing where maybe I kind of feel like that watching even Something like Stranger Things. You know, by the way, I finished the season. It's great. Um, guys, go watch it. They did a good job. And it's it's kind of like that feeling when, like, they beat the monster, you know? <laughs> so I don't know if that's all, like, patriotic. Anyways, let's get back to 4th of July. Um, does everyone have drinks? It is actually, like, 8 a.m. for me, so... I have a coffee. Sorry, I'm not drinking, guys. But grab your drinks, grab your cocktails, grab your coffees, grab your waters, whatever it is, and cheers. Uh, thank you for coming back and listening to Degenerous Not Your Mom's podcast. If you are wondering by now, um, why is Legina by herself? And is she just going to keep talking by herself like this the whole episode? The answer is yes. <laughs> um... I'm trying out this solo episode where I talk by myself like a crazy person. Well, speaking of crazy people, what's up with New York City subway crazy people? I swear the other day, in one day, I saw three. I literally, I literally was on the train two times and there I met, not met, kind of met, ran into three crazy people. So it was the morning. I was going to work. I'm like on my phone waiting for the train and this guy, I feel this guy coming so close to me and I looked up and this guy is still walking towards me, like inching closer. It was already close. It was a small platform. So I kind of like (laughs) moved back and crashed into the guy behind me. And, but I like, I had my headphones on. This guy had my head, had his headphones on. And we're just kind of like, oh, sorry. And then, like, this guy, like, stopped. And then he just proceeded to be like, 
oh, my guy, that's your girl now, blah, 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 blah. And he moved on, but it was a little scary. Like, this guy was coming towards me aggressively. And then I was just kind of, like, shook it off. I was like, ew, what the fuck? And the guy behind me that I crashed into didn't seem to care at all. So it was like, whatever. And then I get off um, at Rector Street and I'm walking out of the subway. This guy, tall, lanky dude with a crop top, barefoot in the subway, looking all crazy. This was like 1030, maybe a.m. Looking all crazy. He had something huge. He was like carrying a big thing. And he was going like, roar at, I don't know what that was about, guys. It was like, the subway was saying like, Rector Street. And then he goes, Rector Street, roar. I was like, what is happening? It, did, did he think the subway said Raptor? Or like some type of dinosaur name? I don't know. And then, the end of the night... After work, I'm trying to go home and I'm sitting in the train where sometimes the train is like not moving and waiting for the train to go. And this guy comes in and asks if it's going to Queens like 30 times. I was like, no, this is going to Brooklyn. But like Queens, right? Queens? No, Brooklyn. What is it, Queens? No, sir, this is going to Brooklyn. This side, this platform all goes to Brooklyn. Let's go to the other side. That's Queens. But, but Queens, no. Queens. Queens. I'm like, what? What is happening? What is happening with mental health, guys? Well, speaking of mental health, um, I did stumble upon a very interesting subject um, about like problems of therapy for immigrant cultures and immigrant parents. And I've, this guy I've stumbled upon on TikTok, of course, all my information comes from TikTok, <laughs> which probably is not good. But anyways, um, it was really interesting because he was actually Korean, Korean American, and he was talking about how he was really struggling with his parents. And I know a lot of um, children of immigrants sometimes struggle with language also because they don't speak fully Korean or whatever language um, their parents speak and then there is a huge communication barrier which is insane to me I I went to Korean school when I was younger my parents were very keen about like me having to know how to speak Korean um, perfectly like good enough to communicate which was useless anyways because I went to school in Korea I went to middle school high school and college in Korea at the end of the day but um I do understand this um, This guy that was making the post was saying that he was struggling with his parents and family issues. So he went to a psychologist that was a white lady, uh, older, and she would respond with things like, keep trying or, you know, write your thoughts down and communicate them with your parents. And, you know, it sometimes doesn't work like that in Asian cultures um I mean I'm not a therapist so I can't say like what to do in those situations but I do agree I see a lot of I mean I guess this is because living in New York thankfully I 
meet so many different people. It's so diverse here from so many different cultures. And I have this understanding of how different these cultures are, even families. Like, uh, for example, in America, it would be kind of like, your parents are toxic, you got to cut them off, live on your own. If something is toxic for you, don't put them in your lives. It is very, very difficult to do that. Not difficult to cut someone off because they're toxic, but regarding family, I think it is such a different, whole different um, culture or even tradition. Like if anyone has watched Crazy Rich Asian, that really, really embodies like what Asian families feel about family. And, you know, I, I do agree. I think there needs to be more professionals that are from different cultural backgrounds so that they can help uh, people from specific cultural backgrounds or specific traditions or families. And it's very, very hard to understand different cultures. Like, you know what? This is a stupid example. Maybe not that stupid. Something as simple as taking your shoes off in the house. I can't stand not taking your shoes off. I can't stand even watching fucking movies where kids jump in their beds with their fucking sneakers on. I am like, I shudder. I'm just like, no, no, thank you. Um, but you know, like I can't really shame that <laughs> because that's how other cultures grow up. That's how, you know, Americans grow up. And I just can't, I can't imagine it even now. Um, yeah, things like that is like, it's just such a vast world with such different cultures and different understandings and different family dynamics. And, um, if anyone is interested in this, I will um, include the links of this specific TikTok account below. Um, going back to 4th of July, <laughs> eating hot dogs and burgers, grilling, drinking beers, watching fireworks, right? Um, I did spend a really fun weekend in Pennsylvania at my boyfriend's mom's house. It was interesting, you know, and I played like corn, cornhole, sand cornhole. Is that what it is? for like hours and I did not know one tiny game can entertain like 10 people for hours and hours and hours like half the day and then I go back to work on Sunday and they're playing like professional cornhole I did not know there were professional cornhole teams like is that a professional sport they were airing it on television I was like what and i was pretty good at it i'm like can i be a professional player do they make money out of this sport i'm gonna do my research guys but anyways um we just uh, we actually celebrated on the weekend it wasn't like real fourth of july we were just having a barbecue on the weekend in pennsylvania we bought like seven hundred dollars worth of fireworks which is insane to me an insane amount but it was it was really nice it was fun times but again we did not talk about america or the actual fourth of july not once i feel like during the whole you know weekend i was there it was more of just like let's drink and let's like grill with burgers man yay um i guess we did like cheers fourth of july <laughs> once or twice 
Um, but it's strange. Like this holiday stuff is strange, you know, even Christmas, you don't really celebrate Jesus's birthday, right? Or are there might be a lot of different meanings to the holiday, I guess, that I don't know about. Um, but it's interesting. And it's interesting how all across the world, everyone fucking loves to drink and party. And um, this leads to like, yeah, Monday, the real 4th of July. I was, um, I live in New York, as everyone knows, hopefully by now. Um, I went to Seaport where they had a little festival going on. And funny thing is, I didn't know there, there were going to be musicians on stage. And I go there and there is this great, great band called Pink Clouds. They have the cutest music, the greatest vibes. Whenever they play, they have a bunch of fans dancing in front of the stage. Or actually, they do a lot of busking. So I've seen them a lot in parks all around New York City and even in the subways. I'm not sure if they do subways still, but they used to play in subways. And um, anyways, they are a great band. And I have this memory because smack in the middle of the pandemic, um, I was with some friends we were drunk in Tompkins Square Park and they were playing and it was like so fun but I think it was getting dark and I feel like I remember that we were either kicked out because it was getting loud or dark don't remember but there was this weird guy this is like part of the stories of like degenerate sketchy stuff I did during the pandemic which we shouldn't have done but happened but um continuing the story there was this sketchy guy with a huge husky and he was like very old guy but in like cowboy attire maybe like rock punk star attire very it was middle of the summer very hot but he had like a leather jacket and chains anyways he was like acting like this manager of this band which i don't think he is but maybe he was like a big fan and he was kind of like we have to continue this party come with us if we have enough people i know a place they can perform it's inside of a house empty house uh blah 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 so we were in west village we walked a few blocks and he was it was funny because it was like this this long parade of people and we were all helping this band carry their stuff and we were like yeah let's let's listen to more music this is cool we get to this weird sketchy looking apartment building the middle of west village we walk up four flights of stairs i don't know it was a little dangerous i i guess it wasn't dangerous at the end but we felt i felt like okay are we are we all gonna get like killed in here mass murder or something there was a good amount of people maybe like 15 people we were like lugging drum sets and stuff up the stairs and we get up there and it's this like abandoned apartment building huge um not building abandoned apartment maybe like had like three bedrooms it was like a weird looking place it looked kind of like a communal home it would have been fun in your 20s living with your friends there together type of place um they started setting up in one of the rooms and this guy with the husky was kind of like oh well okay there's a there might be a problem um the landlord is saying not to not do this but you know what like when the landlord comes upstairs everyone applaud and say hi to him you know be like say thank you and it was getting a little weird 
And this guy comes up, like, said landlord. <laughs> and his name is Adonis, by the way. He's like, okay, this guy's name is Adonis. So, like, applaud, applaud. And he walks in, very sternly angry looking. This guy with, like, big, uh, big dude with long hair. I mean, he didn't look like Jason Momoa, but he had that type of vibe, you know, with the long hair. Kind of European looking dude. <laughs> big, beefy, muscly dude. And we were just like, like what? this is weird. Why do I have to applaud this guy? I don't know this guy, but we were just kind of like, ha, ah, hi, thank you. Thank you for letting these guys perform so that we can watch. Anyways, I'm as soon as I see this guy, something like clicks in my head. I'm like, wait, I know this guy from somewhere. It turns out that I don't know him personally, but one of my friends had met him off of an app and explained him to me once and was like, this guy has a Greek god name, Adonis, and he acts kind of like one, like he's a big beefy dude uh, with long hair. <laughs> and I just thought it's just such a fucking New York moment. Middle of the pandemic, go to a sketchy apartment, listen to a band, great. Also, this apartment was really kind of really sketchy looking, crazy, um, little scary looking. Ended out okay. I we left early, but <laughs> but and then you meet a guy that you don't know personally, but has met one of your friends off of a dating app. Cool. Um, yeah, fun times. So yeah, actually, I didn't really want to talk about Fourth of July, but I wanted to talk about this story, <laughs> so that's why I brought it up. Anyways, uh, speaking of meeting men in New York City. I stand by my word. I had this conversation with Yusef in one of our earlier episodes after I went to Yankee Stadium for a baseball game. And I was like, whoa, this is like the most men I have ever seen in one spot in New York City. So I do stand by my word that single girls should go to places that men go in order to meet men. So... Okay, let me clarify this a little bit. So girls, when we meet, where do we like hanging out? We like going to cute bars, cute restaurants, places we saw on Instagram or TikTok. And it's usually very like, or or even like fancy places. Or we like going to um, experiences like the ice cream museum. Sorry, I'm talking like New York right now. But anyways... We go to places that men don't go. <laughs> or if men are there, they're with their girlfriends. And I do, I like looking back to when I was single, where did I meet men that I hooked up with? Or that I like, maybe not dated, you know, or even dated, you know, where did I meet them? They were all fucking rundown dive bars or just bars, bars in general, I guess, that are not super fancy that you can get a beer and now that i think about it like i worked in bars like that that's where men hit on me too so girls unfortunately if you are single with a group of girls okay i think this goes the same for men too i do i had a lot of friends that go out in groups skies like three or four guys and they're like oh let's go get some bitches tonight yeah and then they go to dive bars and there are like, it's a sausage fest. Have you, have you ever been to Dead Rabbit? Dead Rabbit is a very, very famous bar 
um, one of the best bars in New York City to have won many awards. You go there after 12 a.m. It's all men. It's a crazy amount of men. <laughs> and literally, it's a narrow, narrow bar. And you walk through that bar and every guy turns and looks at you. So, you know, I do think we're doing it wrong. If you're looking to meet men, not through the apps, you know, naturally, don't go to clubs. You know, I dive bars are the place to go. And also for guys, how? what about you guys, three, four guys get together, find a cute brunch place to go to. There are a ton of girlfriends out there. So if you're looking for meeting people naturally outside, you know, in a fun environment, do that, guys. Please don't go to the diviest of dive bars and be depressed in the corner talking to each other just looking at girls creepily okay have a good time <laughs> go to a museum have um go to an exhibition okay um well that's my advice for the week i guess it is too early for me to be talking this much so i am going to end this episode now but as usual everyone thank you for listening this was Degenerous Not Your Mom's podcast. We are Degenerous and OYMP everywhere. Um, I will be getting more active on social media. I say, I know, we say this all the time and it never happens. But for sure, there will be some fun changes and updates. Um, I will, I'll be getting there, guys listening, you high schoolers. We are going to be getting more intense up in here um uh, wh whoever listened to the last episode i did with yousef knows what i'm talking about but we are going to step up our game in here so once again thank you this was the generous not your mom's podcast everyone get laid get drunk get high thank you guys bye